One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's Sunday Wrestling News, we're going to talk the 2022 Royal Rumble winners. And if you don't know them already, yeah, there's there's going to be spoilers. After that, we're going to talk every surprise and return in the 2022 Royal Rumble. Then we're going to talk about the near disaster as fans are evacuated due to a melting sign. Yes, that's a thing that happened. And then finally, we're going to talk uh, a backstage update on WWE's plans for Ronda Rousey going forward. I'm Andy Murray from What Culture. I'm Michael Sidgwick from What Culture. This is the news. We are going to kick things off by talking the Rumble winners, because what the hell else can you do the day after the Royal Rumble? Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. There you go. Ruined the Rumble. I did give you a spoiler warning, so, you know, show's already happened. It is what it is. Um, we'll start with the women's match because that was first on the card. Uh, there was a lot of speculation on this throughout the week. A lot of reporting on Ronda being there, showing up, winning the Rumble, facing whoever at WrestleMania. And she did show up. Uh, she entered the Rumble match, decked in all black with baddest across the front. Uh, she kicked a bunch of ass. She eliminated a bunch of people. Nikki A.S.H., Brie Bella, Shotzi, Natalia, and Charlotte Flair. That was the final two. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, now it just remains to be seen where she will land at WrestleMania. But that's our fourth story, and I don't want to spoil it, although you probably know already. Either way, uh, Ronda Rousey returning to WWE, winning the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar won the men's match. He wasn't in the Rumble at the start of the show because he was facing Bobby Lashley, putting the WWE title on the line. Screwed by that scamp Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns out of the WWE title. Uh, later on, he comes out, he enters the Royal Rumble, and he wins. And he wins. I think it was kind of telegraphed a little bit. A little bit. Uh, when you saw the result of the Bobby Lashley match. But there you go. Uh, Lesnar eliminated such... Uh, well, he eliminated hometown boy Randy Orton. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Riddle. And then such uh, luminaries as uh, Bad Bunny and Shane McMahon. Yes, that was that was a thing that happened. But yeah, there you go. There's your two Royal Rumble winners. Uh, there's been lots of discussion on this all across the place. A lot of people uh, not so happy with the choices made. But what do you think, my good friend? I think that this is what the company is now. I understand there will be a, the usual level of complaints and disappointment that two part-time guys won the Royal Rumble matches and are heading towards the main event of WrestleMania. How many years must this go on? This kind of discourse before people realize this is just what the company is now. Yeah. I understand that people are different. They will have varying degrees of how numb they are to this development and how much they would 
possibly want a wrestling promotion in which they can invest all year round and for it to matter, it's not that wrestling promotion anymore. We will go in depth into our thoughts on the respective matches in our star ratings video later. Cheap plug for that, watch out for it. But that's what the company is now. Does it make sense business-wise? Yes. Is it a business that is mostly crafted without any love or passion? Yes. <laughs> Nick Cam was sitting there at ringside as well, we saw in the Absolutely. photos. So there you go, the big man himself getting a bird's eye They'll view. put on great matches as well at yeah, WrestleMania. I've, I've no doubt would. about that. Yeah, and like, I, uh, you know, in a bubble, I'm not mad at the winners, but the circumstances with how they played out, the context and everything. I have been in the yeah. past, so I would not begrudge anyone for not realising the epiphany of this is just how it goes yet. Yeah, there you go. That's WWE in a nutshell, baby. All uh, right. Returns, big part of the Rumble's appeal. Uh, just as important, if you ask me, as setting the course for the road to WrestleMania TM. Uh, there were more in the women's match than in the men's match, so we'll go over those first and give some brief thoughts. Uh, so as far as like returnees who were not announced beforehand, of course they announced like Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Lita, all those, all those participants. Uh, Melina entered at number two. What a run she had! Eliminated in about 30 seconds, and then, then Sasha Banks did the splits to mock her, which was quite funny, to be fair. Uh, Cameron, we got a Funkadactyl reunion that lasted all of two seconds. Uh, we got Ivory, who cut a promo while she was being thrown out. It was interesting. Alicia Fox, Sarah Logan, uh, back in the company for the first time since being released in 2020. Uh, Ronda Rousey, of course, the winner. And Molly Holly, who in one of the funniest moments of the entire night, got absolutely trucked by Nikki Ash on her way to the ring. What do you think of the woman's surprises? Um, more than the match itself, but again, you can get our thoughts on that later. I had, Andy Murray, my first child, James, in 2015. I have aged more in those seven years than Ivory has in 60. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely remarkable. Um, as for the rest of the surprises, it's odd. Like, look, they call them legends with a capital L. It's marketing. They don't necessarily feel like they are Bruno Sammartino or Kenta Kabashi. It's just a marketing thing. Yes. Were people happy to see them in... Yes, I guess. Yeah. Like, the, it was so weird hearing the right to censor music in 2022. But at the same time, it's kind of the perfect time to have that, really, isn't it? Joe Gacy, he should be in the, he should be in the right to I censor. I would never advocate for that. No, me neither. But I don't know why I even brought it up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the Molly thing was really good fun. It was harsh on well, She's an agent these days. Yeah, exactly. So, like, she obviously willingly, willingly put herself forward exactly. for the spot to do business. Uh, so that was really was commendable. Nikki coming out of nowhere. That was funny. But uh, yeah, poor Melina. Good payday, however. Really good payday. Cameron as well. Uh, well, long runs. And the Men's Royal Rumble. Not as many. But we did get Drew McIntyre returning from his neck injury a bit early. Turns out, by the way, that in pro wrestling, sometimes wrestlers over-exaggerate their injuries to generate drama. Who knew? Uh, but it was good to see Drew back either way. <laughs> It was good to see him back. Uh, good stuff. Glad he's recovered. Uh, but yeah, the other two big surprises were Bad Bunny, who was the most fun thing in the entire match. Yeah, he was awesome. For me, I think he was a riot. He did another Canadian Destroyer. He jumped off the ropes a bunch of times. He took an F5. Got the crap beat out of him. Really good stuff. Uh, and Shane McMahon. When Shane McMahon, right, <laughs> got eliminated. Just try again, try again. Yeah, no harm done, try again. If at first match. you don't succeed, the second time, actually jump. Actually <laughs> jump and someone might be... Like, if Brock Lesnar, right, if Brock Lesnar cannot shoot, eliminate you without jumping, brother, you've got a problem. Yeah. Like, he can yeah. usually, like, move... Like, just jump. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shane McMahon, everybody. Shane McMahon. Final four, was he? I can't remember. It's a blaze. It's a blur at the moment. Uh, okay, cool. So, quality of the show aside... We'll get to it. We will get to that in our video later on. Um, so, there was almost a catastrophe last night at the Rumble uh, because they set their own WrestleMania sign on fire. Uh, this was mental. So it, it first happened after Ronda Rousey won the women's match. They set off pyro around the WrestleMania sign and it melted. It melted and it caught on fire. I'm not making this up. This started going, uh, uh, doing the rounds on Twitter when a bunch of prominent media figures were tweeting about it. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp had some videos and some photos. Louis Dangor as well putting up the images. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, is this serious? Like this, this could be really bloody dangerous. It was to the extent that they ended up having to like evacuate the section under the sign. Um, now, when I say it was on fire, it's not like the whole thing was a towering inferno, but it was it still set ablaze. The, the stuff is out there. Um, they had to evacuate people, and this really sucked the life out of Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch because they had to lower the sign, put the fire out, and then raise it up again. So while they were wrestling and trying to craft a good match, everyone was like, oh my God, what's going on up there? And understandably so, it's just the kind of thing that dooms a match. But it also happened again later on. And in fact, they preemptively evacuated. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> they knew it was gonna happen again. So instead of just not doing pyro in that part of the arena, maybe do it at the ramp or something, put the logo on the on the gimmick uh, and do fireworks over there. No, we've got a point at the sign. So they evacuated the section again. And yeah, when Brock won the rumble, it went on fire again. This, uh, you know, coming out of this show, a lot of people were talking about this being the worst rumble ever. I think 2015 as an individual rumble takes some beating in that regard. That match is an omni shambles, to quote Kenny Omega. It was it Kenny Omega who said that? It was Malcolm Tucker? Mal oh God. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I should probably know that, right? Star Wars guy, little tinfoil pal in a, in a pedal bin. Intergalactic disaster, that's what I meant to say. Uh, but yes. Do you think this was uh, the most disastrous rumble ever? And what do you think of the sign? Well, the sign thing's funny, right? Because, look, I'm... You might love WWE, right? Just skip ahead a minute. I think WWE's mostly quite bad, right? And I think last, <laughs> okay. night, last night's show, the evidence behind it, bears it out. What we have here, right? They don't do good matches anymore. Like, good, but very patterned matches. They don't really do good promos anymore. They don't do good uh, long-term storytelling anymore. Continuity... There's very few things that WWE can do to this day that are still good, right? Entrance themes, that's not... That's gone. That's gone. Yeah, that's gone. And now, they can't even do pyro. Yeah. How many times did you read on Bloody Squared Circle or wherever, oh, you know, these shows are bland as hell, why can't we have pyro back? Yeah. Because people like pyro. WWE is like awesome at pyro usually. They're bad at pyro, no, pyro now. They've got one thing left, and that's video packages. Shut it down once they can't do them anymore. Yeah. Should we just make one night of WrestleMania four hours of video packages and... Call it a day. I yeah. think we should. I think yeah. we should. But yes, the, uh, obviously the most important thing here, right, is that no one got hurt. Which yeah, is what I mean. Dates yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. Uh, which is the, the reason that I found this funny was because no one got hurt. It's just uh, the kind of thing you can't script being as off the rails. But let us know what you thought of the melted WrestleMania sign on fire. Anyway, final story here. We're going to talk a little bit about Ronda Rousey, who obviously returned in the Rumble. She's been announced for tonight's episode of Raw. 
WWE planting the question, who's she going to challenge at WrestleMania? Couple of reports have emerged on this. Dave Meltzer reported before the show uh, that it was going to be Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. They interacted heavily in the Rumble itself, obviously, with Charlotte number two to Ronda's number one. Uh, now, we also have a report here from Fightful Select uh, just talking about the situation adding that Ronda versus Charlotte appears to be the direction for WrestleMania with Becky versus Bianca Belair on the Raw side uh, as far as the singles women's titles goes but plans change pal it's WWE you know it we know it everybody knows it uh, it's also noted in the Fightful Select report that Charlotte has been pushing for this specific feud for months especially after it emerged that Ronda was coming back and the plans came together over the past couple of days so yeah I mean to me looks like they're gonna go with Ronda Charlotte this year uh, that should be physical, if nothing else, good intensity. Maybe they're saving, maybe they see uh, Becky versus Ronda, which is something that was speculated heavy as a money match for next year, perhaps. Yeah, reckon? absolutely. If they do in fact go with Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair, I'll be absolutely over the moon. The last hour, right, of WWE Survivor Series 2018, I would put that hour of pay-per-view television or whatever you want to call it up against literally anything that company's done. You had Ronda versus Charlotte, you had a pretty uh, rubbish finish. Yeah. Disqualified for kicking too much ass, I believe. And then you had Lesnar versus Brian. Like, what an hour. It just felt so physical, so intense, so believable. And yet it still had the, the pageantry one would expect uh, from WWE. If we can get a match approaching the greatness, that was the first Ronda Charlotte match. Like, it just looks so vicious, yeah. so physical, so, like, such a struggle. So well fought. I remember the spinning back fist that um, Ronda threw, that Charlotte Flair just ducked at the last second. Like, it's proper heart and mouth dramatic stuff that I could buy into 1 million percent. Do that match again at WrestleMania and I'll never say anything bad about WWE again. That's a complete lie, but I would still really enjoy it. Absolutely, and it keeps the uh, Becky match in the back pocket. Still waiting for that from, from that Survivor Series pay-per-view or whatever pay-per-view when it got cancelled because Nia Jax couldn't, the same one, huh? couldn't pull a punch. Same one, huh? Yeah, good stuff all right. Uh, and we're going to move on to our Twitter questions today. Thank you, as always, for sending them in. The first one today comes from Lucha Loopfer, who asks, uh, do you think that WWE booked themselves into a loop where they always have to bring back stars like Ronda or Brock uh, for the road to WrestleMania because they don't build their regulars? And how long do you think they can keep this situation? This is something that we could probably talk about for four hours. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, yes, obviously, yeah. that is yeah. what they do. Um, but it's strange, like, I remember having these opinions, like, really earnestly, like, several years ago, and I had the exact same question, which I genuinely at the time thought was rhetorical. How long can they keep doing this? They were kind of doing this in, like, 2012. It's like yeah. 10 years ago. The idea now is that Roman Reigns in 2012 or 2013 or 14 probably wasn't considered a, a marquee enough star to just carry the, the WrestleMania brand alone. So they sort of parachuted in your Goldbergs and your Lesners and your Rocks and your Takers and whoever. We've now reached a point where like Roman Reigns is at that level and maybe three or four years time, he when he goes to Hollywood, he could then do the annual WrestleMania thing and he could lend his star power alongside Cena, who can still go probably... Because Taker and Triple H, like, I think their time is gone. Yeah. But Cena and Reigns, I expect, are going to play the roles like that Triple H and The Undertaker did, like, this time a decade ago, so... Yeah. Sasha Banks on the woman's side, ratings drop these days. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I used to think, how long can this go on? But when you think about it, it could really go on for even longer. Yeah. 
I think, like, at this point as well, like, the core WWE viewership is pretty stable. We saw it last week on Raw when they went up against the... Not last week, whatever it was. The immense football competition. The rating was really quite good yeah. given the situation. So I think, you know, regardless of who they bring in and out and how many stars they do or don't make, I think it's probably going to remain pretty consistent, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, next question. We're going to close this video on a bit of a positive note because the rumble wasn't great, my friends. Uh, but we've got a question here from the Kib Quasi apologize if I've mispronounced your name there sir but thank you for sending the question asks the following has the rumble lost its magic or was this edition just cursed I tuned into a WWE show after almost a year and was disappointed despite my low expectations my quick thoughts on this are that the past few rumbles have been really quite great and if they can recover from 2015 they can recover from everything but what are your thoughts uh, I have to echo those completely 100% 2015 was in a deer the subsequent years were like predictable. Um, 2018, I thought was magic. Yeah. 2020 was magic. 2019, I can't recall that much from it, but I think it was at the very least quite fun. Seth and Becky, wasn't it? 2019. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't a disaster either. They've done legitimately all-time great rumbles subsequent to the disaster that was 2015. And I think, considering it would be generous to say that WWE has been consistently good for any long stretches after 2015, they are still capable of weaving the old rumble magic even amid creative decline. So this year, my thoughts are last night was an aberration that could still do better than that. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, final question today comes from Matthew Millen. Bit of fun. It's what we need today. Uh, with the likes of Ronda, Bad Bunny, Shaq and Johnny Knoxville having such great transitions from the world of sport and entertainment into wrestling, is there anyone you would like to see or think would be great fun and or banter in an in-ring capacity? Matthew has gone with Terry Crews. Who are you going for, my friend? I'm going for Zlatan Ibrahimovic for both ironic and completely earnest reasons. For those who are unaware, Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, is a football player. Soccer. Soccer. If you're on that side of the goddamn pond. And he's incredible. His promo game is better than literally 99% of WWE roster members. Like maybe even 60% of AEW. The guy yeah. is a soundbite machine. Picture of arrogance almost deluded where you would think he's a knob if he wasn't so funny with it he's an incredible athlete obviously still banging them in in his mid-30s usually like the, the magic's gone by then he's still a great football player um and he's got this incredibly extravagant ability to do spectacular kick style goals yeah overhead scissors bicycles like scorpions he could kick people to death and talk trash on the way. I genuinely think it would be awesome. His book is better than most action movies. It's the riot. Yeah. Uh, that is like a perfect pick, and he's massive, giant of a man as well. Uh, I'm going with Nicolas Cage because he's weird, and I like weird stuff. And I think he'd be funny. You're a weird guy. I'm a weird guy, just like Nicolas Cage. I feel a kindredness with him. Kinship. That's the word. And I, too, have troubles with bees. So there you go. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us for today's news. It's not really am, um, finally, because I thought the sign melting was kind of enough to suffice on that front. But you can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Send us your questions. Uh, you can follow Michael Sidgwick on Twitter at... M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for, hey, maybe there is uh, such a thing as a bad Royal Rumble after all. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.